Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of Basement Banter. This week, I'm joined by Dan Jahara. Hey, what's bracken? All right, so, uh, you know, we're finally cleansing the football palette, getting away from it, talking about something completely different, going way off the reservation, and we are talking about the weirdest foods around the world. And the caveat is, is that we are forced to try and describe how it we could make it edible in, in, in a way that I would enjoy it. Um, I've only seen the first couple because I wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to be a sellout and be like, oh, well, uh, you know, in America, they have uh, they put bacon and Taylor ham on hamburgers or something stupid like that. Bacon does solve everything, though. There are some pretty weird ones on here. I'm not going to lie. So. We'll dive right into it. You know, we're gonna we're just gonna go the flow. You know, it's a Friday night when we're recording. Usually, we do it on like a Wednesday. You know, the work week. We're a little tight. You know, this we're gonna shoot we're, the shit. We shoot the shit. We're bit. having some beers. It's a it's a nice a nice relaxing one. Uh, we have some other fellow members in the studio. If they would like to hop in, whenever they could let us know, and then I will introduce them as needed. But otherwise, you'll never know who they were. So, as we dive in. Do you want you want honors? You want a first licks or I will take first licks. Let me hear it. All right, the number one, chicken's feet, and it's an East Asian, Caribbean, South American, South African cuisine. Um, That's a wide variety, right? So there. now East Asian to South African. So you you have it's a gelatinous texture, uh, mostly skin. Uh, they say it's tasty when flavored properly, but the bones get on your nerves after a while. Oh. So there's oh. bones in it still. So it's like a chicken wing that's gelatinous and crispy. How would that's, you now? First of all, what do you, what's your opinions on this? I think this is. I think that's pretty not my flavor, like not in my flavor range right there. But I am open to trying new foods. So I'm trying to think of it because you know, like when I think of gelatinous, I think of you know tofu, Jello. Pudding. I just think of you ever like see like uh, get like a rotisserie chicken and like it gets like cold and like jelly like, like the coagulation yeah, on it. That's I, what I'm thinking ooh. of with bones, which sounds pretty disgusting. But you have honest. the crispy, you have the crispiness of the skin, which at people do like that. Some that's some of people's favorite. You know those those fat people in the south, they love just chicken skins, right? I guess so. I feel uh, like I, I feel like there's somewhere where they're just like, ooh, chicken skins are fried chicken skins are good. I'm just really trying to think of a way to make this deliciously edible or just edible in any way. I feel like a nice uh, – now I'm seeing East Asian. I'm thinking – so East Asian would be what? That would be like India, like et cetera, like over there? Uh, yeah, China, whatever, uh, Vietnam, all those places. Maybe like – all right, you throw it in a stir fry, throw some teriyaki That's, sauce, I was going to say teriyaki, some maybe some uh, like orange sauce. Yeah. Have yeah. a little kick to it. A little spicy, a little, little tanginess. And yeah, you you can kind of get over that crunch and the gelatinous flavor <laughs> texture of it. So, eh, I like it. That's right, fair. We'll go with that. All right. So now the next one on this list is for me, haggis, uh, a sheep's heart, liver, lungs minced with onions, oatmeal, sweat. I don't even know S U E T, and seasoned salt and spices cooked inside an animal stomach. Uh, if that doesn't sound appealing, I just don't know what will. A little sarcasm in the writing. Very funny. Not. Now, a haggis. Now, the image I'm looking at for all of you at home who obviously do not see the picture, it looks like a deep... You know, like when you get um, when you get fish and chips, it just looks like a big, like, just a big, like... Fried cylinder. Object. Yeah. yeah. That's what this looks like. So now, if I was going to make this taste good... 
I would probably do hmm, haggis, which is. So I see the picture of it. Sure. So now I'm thinking this is a fried thing, and the thing is, is that there are people who eat like livers and stuff like that. It probably isn't too bad. I might eat as is, maybe side of mashed potatoes. I feel like I think if you drench it, I think if you drench that in a little bit of brown gravy all over it, I think it would taste pretty fine. Something like that seems like it's like they perfected the like it sounds gross but all those flavors like, probably got to taste to me decent. this sounds like a you had chicken's feet very weird me i get haggis which is basically just minced meat that's deep fried which anything deep fried is fine i just dump gravy over it i think that tastes side of mashed potatoes fuck it now you again we're passing back to you you have tripe which oh is uh, the stomach lining of various animals uh with a sponge-like honeycomb texture I'm passing it over to Dan so he could see the picture himself. Sponge like honeycomb texture. Uh, it, it looks very strange. It almost looks like um, it probably doesn't taste the same. It looks like uh, calamari, like uh, it says it's got a rubbery texture. It looks like a squid. It looks like squid like. Hmm. You know what? Fucking deep fry it and dip it in some marinara sauce. Why don't Why don't we do that? <laughs> so. Uh, how they have it in a picture actually looks like if you got a seafood salad from an Italian restaurant, you know, with a little bit of diced celery, uh, some spices, a little bit of, you know, lime juice, clam sauce in there. But mm, the stomach, I feel like I'd get very sick. Oh, yeah, you, probably. I, I want to be sick. Oh, boy. Which I'm sorry. <laughs> it's probably very offensive. I, I Sorry, anyone in the Middle East, Eastern Europe and Turkey. This looks fucking disgusting. <laughs> Kosh. A pretty gruesome little dish made up of stewed cow's feet and head. It was once winter comfort food, so it's fine as long as you don't mind staring at a grinning skull. So it's skull. All right, so we're looking at how would I eat a dish made up of stewed cow's feet and head? Is it a stew? It looks so. What I'm looking at is just the. It's like peel off the bone tender. Now, here's my problem. When you go for like a cow, like a cut of meat, you want something where there's a lot of like some fat lining, like the fat lines and things. I can't imagine. Cow's feet probably do have a decent little uh, flavor packet in there somewhere. <laughs> They're probably somewhere salvageable. The head, you know, like. I can't imagine, you know, they're the like, jaw muscles. Like, what that's do you what I mean. They, they do a lot of chewing those cows. You know, whenever you're watching Pretty some video, tough, yeah. when you're watching a video of cows chewing, you know, they're never, they're not they eat grass all fucking day. That's, that's all they like do. The most untender. Muscle. And guess where it goes? It goes to their stomach. It doesn't stay in their face. You don't get, they don't get fat in the face like humans do. So I'd imagine it's a very tough meat. Now it's in a stew. So there's really not much I could do. You know, yeah, is that, what am I going to do? Add spices? I don't know. Like, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to go to the uh, pantry. I'm going to throw some coriander and uh, <laughs> bait. A little time. I don't that. know. I'm just going to have to take this one to the chin and have a couple of uh, drinks beforehand and uh, hope it tastes decent. Granted, they've been doing it for years, but I'm thinking of if me, Ryan Brown, was given. I don't let them put any spices in it. They're just handing me a, a bowl of kosh. A bowl of kosh. Bowl of kosh. Good luck. Good, Good luck. luck. <laughs> I, I don't know how I would make that taste better. I think I would just have to take it to the chin. Yeah. Because, like I said, it's just that you have to. I feel like it would be a very bland, tough stew. If you don't think about the head and stuff, it makes it a little bit better. But nonetheless, you, sir, have tuna eyeballs, which is pretty straightforward. Um, 
Okay. It sounds nasty. Apparently, it's rather tame and tasty, similar to squid or octopus. So, I, I mean, so you're, 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 rep, so you're, you're thinking. Back. So you're thinking of. So how I'd think of this is there's a little bit of a pop. Where you first bite down, where there's it's like a little uh, like jelloey, where there's like that like resistance. Okay. And then it pops, and then you have the juice. I would imagine the juice makes it taste very bad. But here's how I think you do it. I think you do it as if you have an oyster. You kind of just pop it back, a little bit of hot sauce and uh, horseradish or something. I, that's how that's, I. I was thinking something like that, or I was even thinking possibly you know like a sushi roll. You put on like you put it on top of a sushi roll, maybe gives it, might it be some a little flavor. too tough. I mean, I don't know if it like uh, so. I don't have you had octopus before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, like there's that like that initial like res- like there's initial, the inside yeah. is very tender. Hmm, I'm trying I to. I mean, th- but if it's a little eyeball, like you just put it on top, like put it on top of like a tuna avocado roll, maybe it'll taste good. Okay. But, I mean, like you said, uh, knocking it back like an oyster with some uh, cocktail and sauce and horseradish, probably better. Yeah. Uh, either one, you know what? It would be you eating it. That's how how I'd I'm imagine. I'm just trying to think a little bit outside the box here. You know, I'd I'd imagine. Um, I would imagine that there's people out there somewhere in the world that we're gonna list something that they eat, and we're just gonna talk, describe with spices and stuff that would be completely against. You know, that'd be like listening to people from like, you know, Japan talking about. Hmm. All right. Mm, there's people in Italy that have baby cow veal parm. Uh, how would I make it taste better? You know, I'd put some uh, soy sauce and like whatever. Be like we'd be sitting here, no, what the what fuck? The fuck no. you? Like so, I feel like we're yeah. T- but anyway, and how would you, Ryan, make black pudding, which is uh, congealed blood cooked with various flavorings, thickening agents, and suets and breadcrumbs stuffed into a sausage link? Wait, is it pudding or is it like a sausage? It's black pudding, but it's a black sausage. I, that's what I'm told. It looks like it is looks it like a sausage. It's it's like a patty. It looks like a patty of congealed blood with seasonings. I think it's, I know how I, I would I, handle it. Um, I think I would prepare it as a, probably with you know onions, peppers. Uh, throw it in a little bit, make it like a sausage and peppers kind of thing. Uh, you know, oregano and all of that. And then you have it on a hot dog. You wouldn't even really notice that you're eating just blood yeah i was gonna say something like you know like a fried chicken sandwich you put that as, as like a little base and like you know maybe you eat mix them up and throw some cheese and sauce on it and eat it at the end of the world yeah um yours is pretty easy spam oh i mean there's a bunch for, of things you can do with them for those who do not know it is a mystery meat and it's said to be made of chopped pork shoulder meat ham potato starch which is yeah. fine i mean it's basically ham in a can a bunch of things you can do with it um, you know, throw it on a pizza, cook it in eggs, or throw it on a sandwich. But I really don't think that's terrible. I would probably throw it on a pizza. So for Why not? us New Jerseyans, I would treat it almost like a Taylor ham. Taylor ham. Yeah. I think you could go either Taylor ham or cheesesteak route with when it comes to. Yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like you really like it's pretty much just ham. Like I heard it's not terrible. I don't think I've ever had it, but. But once again, we're thinking from our side of the world. There's people that are like, "What do you mean, blood sausage is weird?" These British. The Brits. Brits and Germans. What the are, fuck? Bloody hell, mate. Blood sausage. <laughs> I eat that shit for breakfast with my beans, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that with my beans and tomatoes and whatever. And my Guinness in the morning. Yeah, what the fuck? Watching nah. the fucking telly. Watching the tube. <laughs> watching uh, watching fucking Manchester United take on. All right. 
before I get. Uh, I don't even know. I can't even think I could get canceled for doing a British accent. I hope not. Which also side note: Do you ever notice when British people sing, they sound they don't have an accent? I think I, it you took know what? me like two or three years to realize Adele was from England, and I had no clue until I heard like an interview with the her. The only person that I can detect their accent that is singing is um, Oasis, Wonderwall. You could hear how when he says, okay. I said maybe. Oh, you're a British man. But unless you're really listening, you don't even hear that. It's like, I agree. He's like, oh, he's just kind of putting a little that little blood. Maybe maybe it. they're in America. They're not getting that blood sausage to uh, you know yeah. seep into their brain and uh, get that British. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bloody. That's why they always say bloody hell. Yeah. Oh, blood bloody. This is bloody hell from all the blood sausage that I and have. The to beans. <laughs> and beans for breakfast. That should be number one on this list. Beans for breakfast. Beans yeah. for breakfast, England. Next um, next level. Oh, good. You know what? I have the pleasure of. I have the uh, from Iceland a hakarl, which is, I'm sure it's, I completely butchered it. Hjakal? I'm not going to try and pronounce how the yeah, Icelandic people would say it. I'm, a, I'm sorry. I don't even know if they speak English in Iceland. Probably not. I think they have an Icelandic language. Whatever it is, yeah. doesn't matter. I can't imagine there's many of them listening right now. Where, And of them, I can't imagine there's many of them who would try to defend the case of what they are eating. Harkal, Harkarl is a rotting carcass of a Greenland or basking shark which is a very large shark. Um, it's buried underground in a shallow pit and pressed with stones so the poisonous internal fluids are <laughs> that allowed, allowed, allow it to live in such cold waters can be drained out, making the meat safe to eat. So this sounds very safe to begin with. After it's hung out to dry before being cut into strips and served with a smell described as ammonia-rich and a strong fishy flavor. So this sounds great. Um, Anthony Bourdain described it as the single worst, most distinguishing and terrible tasting thing he's ever tried. They need to get themselves a Chick-fil-A in Iceland and stop eating that shit. Now, that's pretty I need gross. to just understand where you even begin. Now, I'm sure it's, it's a survival. Like why? Why would you I think that? it's probably just a survival necessity that they've become acclimated and to. Like, oh, it tastes good because like, we've eaten it for thousands of years. But So the worst thing that I've had, uh, one time I had... Um, crab crab claws we got them from a place i'm not going to name because i don't want to snitch on them but the, the i should because the crab we got stone crab claws and they're very expensive and it smelt like they it wasn't in like on ice and water it sounded like it or smelled like it was in bleach oh, God. and it, it was terrible so now for them to say that brings me back to that sounds terrible i'm sure it tastes terrible if you're burying it underground rotting it it was filled with poisonous stuff, which means it wasn't meant to be eaten to begin with. So now here I am sitting in my seat thinking to myself, how am I supposed to make this taste better? Oh, I got my now, idea. I think I would just have to blast the system, um, go lemon juice, get that acidity in there, really get those toxins out of there. Okay. Uh, throw it on the grill a little bit, but it's in strips. I'm sure it's a tough, disgusting, it's pressed, it's dirty um, lemon Grill it up. Um, I like the grill aspect. I don't want to. I don't want to cop out and say I'm just gonna deep fry it. I feel like that's a cop out. I think I would then put it in horseradish to get the pneumonia taste out of it, and then I would go with um, throw it on the grill maybe one more time. I don't know what would save the horseradish smell. 
or taste, I will say, horseradish definitely tastes a lot better than bleach. I would probably just grill the fuck out of it and then drown it in Sweet Baby Ray's. That's that's how I'd go about that. Mark Zuckerberg has entered the chat. <laughs> all right, all right. So now, now, now you don't have as easy as I. Dan has been getting some some easy ones the past couple of times. Um, Dan has Sir Stroming from Sweden, which is Baltic Sea herring fermented, <laughs> just enough salt to prevent it from rotting. Oh, delicious! Uh, mainly found in tin brines these days. Uh, when it opens, it releases such a pungent odor. It usually needs to be eaten outside. Now, Daniel, how would you prepare that? And how do you? What, what's your thoughts on this going into it? I think this sounds repulsive. I agree. <laughs> I have to agree with that. I mean, I've never eaten uh, salmon with cream cheese on a bagel, but I feel like that's the route I would have to go with that. You have to eat it outside, which sucks. But you know but what? Like, you know, like when you're like having lox, if you have, if you're like having lox with cream cheese on a bagel, like. If you replace that with the rotting salmon that they eat, that smells gross. Just you eat before, outside. just before, just before it's rotting. Um, Fuck it. That's. I mean, I'd well, it's herring, so it's a white fish, which is the issue. I probably would emulsify it with some, with some, uh, which call it, some mayo, maybe a little uh, dill or something, and make like a tuna fish kind of thing. That that I guess that could work. Yeah. I mean, that's. I don't know. That's a tough one. I would try to avoid that at all costs. That now, one. I believe I have heard of this food from China. It's called the century egg, the 100-year-old egg, or the 1,000-year-old egg. I don't know which one because they're very, very different years. Leaving something for 100 years and leaving something for a... Th- a century is 100 years, so it's probably 100, right? No, there's a no, no, no. There's a it's century. The names are century egg, hundred year old egg, and then there's one that's a thousand year old egg. There's no fucking way they save an egg for a thousand years. Uh, how would they even no know if it's saved for a hundred years? They're gonna be dead by the time it the payoff. I, I could believe a hundred years, a thousand year egg. Oh, here we no, go. I call. They bullshit. said uh, they <laughs> said yeah, okay, it's not neither a century nor a millennium old, but this egg is pretty rotten after being preserved in a mixture of clay and ash. A quick lime for a few months the yolk turns a dark dark green or even black while the white (coughs) while the white while the white (laughs) while the white has turned to a dark brown translucent jelly apparently it smells strongly of sulfur and ammonia but it tastes like a hard-boiled egg until you breathe it out that is now i'm gonna show it looks like an eyeball, basically. It's on the it. right. It's that's it's that that black jello on the right. That's a, that's an egg. I would, um, oh, that I've, is rotten. It's to your sin. turn, right? Yeah, okay. I think I just you know take this one to the chin, eat it, proceed to go into the bathroom and throw up for the next century. They should call it the century-long vomit. After. I was gonna say, spread on some fucking toast and take it to the chin. I think I just take this one to the chin. There's not a shot in hell. You leave an egg in fucking clay. It's going to taste good. You you purposely rot an egg. I know there's no one in China listening because it's fucking, uh, what's the word? Um, censored. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking repulsive. And fuck you for eating that. Anyway. Now, now you're, you're on stink heads from Alaska. A fermented head of a king salmon buried underground for a few. Why is everyone burying everything underground? I don't know. I understand why they used to do it. You don't need to do it anymore. They have refrigerators now. They freezers, have refrigerators. Right? <laughs> and even if you don't have a refrigerator, you live in Alaska. Just get a fresh salmon. 
Why? I mean, this one's is this the first one from the United States? No, we had spam, spam. Uh, but like spam is like yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. normal. Like this is like the first one that's like. Uh, so wait, say that again. What was it? Fermented head of a king salmon buried underground uh, for a few weeks and eaten as a pungent, putty-like mush. <laughs> There's not much I can do with that. It's, a, would, it's like putty, so I'm thinking of putty. I, thinking I of think salmon. I, I think just, you have to do it. I think you I have to put do it, it on some toast and take it to the chin. No, I think you have to do it like how you were describing earlier with the herring, where you would eat it almost as if it was like lox. Because think but about it's it. Pu- it's like put. It's like jelly pudding. No putty. So it's a little putty? little tougher than that. Oh but God. Maybe you could do serve a hard like a nice like soft boiled egg over the top of it. Uh, some hollandaise sauce and use that an eggs Benny you, an eggs <laughs> Benny but instead of over instead of on uh, in English muffin it's on a stink head that's a great catch Either, for beer. those who do not know Dan beer went horizontal only a single drop fell out that could have been a lot more disastrous but we have move on for Shiokara from Japan and th- this is a great sign. The first sentence is, now this really does sound bad. So it's a dish made of pieces of meat taken from a selection of sea creatures served in a brown, vicious paste of their own salted... Vicious. Well, let's just vicious. fact check. It says vicious. V- no food should be described as vicious. Or maybe that... Right? V-I-S-C-O-U-S? Yeah, that's vicious. vicious. I <laughs> want to make sure I wasn't like, sound like an idiot. Yeah, vicious paste of their own salted and fermented vice. Visera, which I do not know what Visera is. How do you spell that? Let me look it up. V i s c e r a. Now I can't imagine that's a very good. Uh, I can't imagine that's a very good thing of whatever it is. The if, internal organs in the main cavities of the body, especially those in the abdomen, e.g. the so it's basically, it's basically just like yeah, it's basically just the digestive part of it, uh, and you serve it raw, and uh, you enjoy it. I'm going to grab a bucket. Um, now, how do I eat this? I feel like this is a, you know, you have your little, uh, little device, you flip it on a little, t- you know, those, uh, things in, uh, like you go to, there's certain restaurants where you put the meat on the little, little st- grill like thing in they the middle bring out of the like table. The hot rock in front yeah. of you and you yes, grill it yes, yourself. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think you do one of those things on there. Um, then you you know you chop it up and maybe roll it up into a little sushi roll, a little soy a little sauce. soy sauce. Lay lay another one of these things over the top. Get one of those blow torches, blow it really crispy, crisp, crisp it up, up yeah, on the top. Yeah. And I think I think it will be all right. I agree. I don't yes. think it would be the end of the world. Someone who wrote this was more dramatic than me about it. I'm gonna take it like a man. I think that's how we make it better. You sir have to eat grasshoppers. Um, okay. Salt and pepper and chili, or or fried in a big wok. I feel like so the, the person who aren't terrible. The person who wrote this said it tasted like hollow popcorn skin. So I mean, it, it, I would probably just throw like like uh, some salt, some spices on it, and like, eat it like popcorn. You know, I, there's I got this uh, Trader Joe's like cheese seasoning. It's like a powder. I would throw that on there. Munch it down like popcorn. So that's weird. I, I was gonna say, I, as weird as it sounds, I would treat this as almost you had a, a bag of like pistachios or something. You want to spice it up a little bit. You just take your grasshoppers, you throw them into a a bucket, you take whatever you want, whatever however spices. you want to do it. Yeah. You just toss them up in there and just and eat as yeah. you please. And just a little crunchy. And there's juice flavor. inside of them. Granted, oh, oh. they said it tastes like lime. 
All right, which maybe. doesn't make me feel very comfortable, nah. but oh yeah, that's uh, whatever. I would still go for it. You know what? There's worse ways to die: eating grasshoppers. Um, I have a wasp cracker. It's literally just Where's this one from Japan. It's as you would imagine. Um, now here's my question: Do they remove the the stingers from these things? I can't imagine they do. Um, I would hope you it's a bit. It's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's like a biscuit, and it has wasps in it. I don't think there's much I could do with it. Put some butter on it. Put some butter on. It. I'm gonna. Be, I mean, I'm just gonna have to hope that I don't get like the. You know, like how like a bee could still sting you when it's dead. There's no way they, they probably cut the stingers off. I can't imagine they do. You know, they like some weird stuff. They sleep in like like little shelves in their hotels in Japan. Maybe they would. Look at their cartoons. Now, there's a lot of people that's going to come at me for saying that, but yeah, that's some weird shit. They got a low-ass crime rate in Japan. There's, like, no crime there. Fun fact. Probably because everyone's in the hospital. Their mouths eating are possibly <laughs> puffed up from eating wasps. All right. Well, how about this, Dan? How do you prepare a fried spider? A delicacy in Cambodia prepared marinating it in MSG, which is a good start, okay. sugar and salt, and frying it in garlic. Apparently, it has more meat than a grasshopper, but also has a brown sludge in the abdomen, which consists of innards, eggs, and excrement. Mm. There's not much you could do there. Yeah, I mean, I would say either something similar to the, the grasshoppers or maybe just like throw it in with some rice or some pasta and have a little crunch with it. That's all I could think of. <laughs> what you do with <laughs> pasta? I mean, yeah, fuck it's it. It's you. It's you eating it. I mean, I, mean yeah, I like to throw some you know chicken I would, or I would like do shrimp it. in my do, pasta. I would do so. it to start stabbing the fork in there just to get the stuff out of the spider to begin with. And just use it as a sauce almost. Then sprinkle on whatever else else I put in there. But I don't know. Now, for all of those who have seen uh, the uh, – Rick and Morty, the Bushland Adventures. Have you ever oh seen that? Oh, God, yes, I have. The The next one is a witchly, glu- witchly grub. <laughs> remember, remember, uh, Jerry, put the witchly grub on your cock. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what Where it is. Where are they going in that in that little skit? Like, we're going to, like, um, Bendigo. We're going to Bendigo. <laughs> now Morty we have to watch that after this. Car. Now we have to watch that after. But a Australian bushmeat family. It was originally the staple of indigenous Australians in the desert. Uh, these could be eaten raw. Tastes like almonds, lightly cooked. Where Salt them up. The skin is crisp, uh, roast like roast chicken, and its insides take on and look like the consistency of scrambled eggs. So this sounds delicious. Yeah, I mean that has. A, I want. There's been a, a lot worse on this list. I want to eat that. a witchly grub. Witchly grub. Straight up raw dog. It. I would. I would pick it up out of the ground and just eat them like that. Uh, I, I would just yeah, I would just eat them. It's fine. Now you have Eskimo, Daniel, uh, which is known as a insect caviar. Dishes made edible with the larvae and pupae of ants harvested uh, from the tequila and mezcal plant. Considered something of a delicacy, it is said to have the consistency of cottage cheese and a buttery, nutty taste. Ooh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I I was I thought it was gonna be something like more like caviar where it's like you throw it on sushi but I wouldn't want to throw that on sushi. Um, I think you have that on a on a tortilla chip with a nice margarita with you. It might taste good. Eight margaritas deep, yeah. Throw it on a tortilla tortilla chip. 
fuck it. Imagine just all of them hatching in your body, though. Throw it in some nachos, a little cheese and uh, some salsa with it, maybe avocado. And once again, once you're eight margaritas in, you don't even don't even know what happens. So. I'll eat that. I'll eat a spoonful of that shit. All right, now I have Beyond Deggy from South Korea, a silkworm, boiled or steamed, lightly seasoned. Um, apparently, they taste like wood. So I'm imagining how I would prepare a uh, sunflower seed. Um, now I'd probably do salt, pepper. Uh, I don't know they can if it's a big crunch, but I would not steam or boil it, but rather I would like try to dry it out, put it in the oven and bake it for a while, get it nice and crispy, salt, pepper it if it tastes like wood, and then just pretend I'm eating sunflower, sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds uh, instead of just a bunch of worms. Yeah, I mean... I don't really. This see is it. how do I wiggle out of that one? Yeah. No, not no pun, <laughs> no, intended, pun intended. no pun intended. No pun intended. How do I wiggle out of that one? It's just yeah. Bake it like you have a pretty easy one. Escargot. I've had escargot before. It's delicious. Cooked in white wine sauce. So it's fucking delicious. I, I would do. I a, would knock back those raw, straight up raw. I would do a like a linguine with not white, even a condom. I would just do a, straight up raw. I would do like a linguine with white clam sauce type of story. Yeah, where, absolutely. It's that's a fucking delicious meal. Give me, give me that again. A fucking course, and I get sago delight, which is uh, sago grubs, which <laughs> is said to be a creamy tasting when raw or meaty, and bacon-like when cooked. Generally seasoned flavor in the same way uh, other Southeast Asian creepy crawlers. Oh. Well, it says it tastes like bacon if you cook it, so I'd probably, I would cook it up. I'd throw and them stovetop or on a pan, a nice little frying pan, a little oil. Well done. Get them popping on the grill. Get them nice and throw crispy. Throw it on an egg and cheese sandwich. Salt and pepper. <laughs> I would. That's what I was getting at. I was going to say the egg and cheese sandwich, yolk's still intact. When I bite into it, it just drips all over, and that's how I'd eat my grubs. Now, I would love to go to Southeast Asia and prepare this in front of them and see what their reaction would be. And I would love for them to say something to me like, what are you doing? And I would go, what are you doing eating these fucking things? You've, Raw. You've forced my hand. I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to make with what's due. Ah, Daniel. What is this one? <laughs> it's stink bugs. <laughs> Yeah, stink Who the bugs. fuck eats stink bugs? Usually to flavor stews are eaten on their own. Stink bugs are said to have a crunch to to them that tastes like an apple. I decline this. Prepared, <laughs> prepared by boiling. You can take this one. I decline this one. The grubs, uh, the bugs release defensive pheromones in the last ditch attempt to survive while it hurts the eyes. No more successful attempt to onions. In I the would actually rather attempt. die of starvation than eat a fucking stink bug. Now, if a stink bug has the taste of an Apple. It says a little like an apple. I disagree. There's no way it tastes I like would a say a nice I would golden say delicious ciabatta, apple. A nice toasted ciabatta, brie, stink bugs, and then actually green apples over them and eat it that way. If I Good have to, Good if I you. must. I I would I would die. I'd rather die. Now I have Mopane worms, a big fat juicy worm that's said to be full of meat. Although traditionally dried or smoked or preserved, they are usually rehydrated and cooked with tomato or chili sauce to flavor. According to an American couple who tried the dish at Food Network, it tastes like honey barbecue chicken. Wow. Throw that on some rice. Call the game over. Throw it on rice? I mean, I eat chicken and rice all the time. That's I love that shit. Now, I might do something real ambitious here. 
Let's hear. Now, keep in mind, I haven't. Ha- I've only had a single beer, so it isn't like I'm drunk or anything. I'm just spitballing here. Now I'm really getting into this. I would do it, cook it up with a mac and cheese with barbecue sauce as a grilled cheese. A grilled that cheese. That is ambitious. You know, like when you're drunk, you go to a grilled cheese place to get something like that. Ever Instead ruin, of pulled pork, we have Mopane worms. I wouldn't want to ruin mac and cheese or grilled cheese if it, like, the way I'm thinking of it, it's like if I put it into that and it tastes like terrible, yeah, but what's I would never, your, uh, you never want to go back to I would never want to eat it again. It's like every time I think of a grilled cheese, it's like I'm thinking of Mopane worms. I would shred them up, shred them up, barbecue sauce. What if you just blend them up and just use it as like a barbecue sauce? Now, I'm wondering if you need the spices. Oh, yeah, I could throw in the spices as well and use it as a paste almost over yeah, my like ribs. Over a salt. Uh, literally. Cook, yeah, cook it with some fucking ribs and you don't even know the difference. Smoke it. I'm not talking about like roll it up and smoke no, like, I'm talking some, about like in a, in, a smoker, smoker, yeah. in a smoker. Leave it for 24 hours and make that shit smoke fall off the some bone. Mopane worm ribs would probably be the diet. I, I think that's the way to go. I have to try it. You have a tequila worm, which is. Basically known by everyone in the universe. Bottom of the tequila. It's a cheaper cousin um, of what? I don't know. Whatever it is, it's legendary hallucinogenic properties of the worm are pretty much non-existent. What? Why would they even say hallucinogenic properties are non-existent? urban myth that if you eat the worm at the bottom of the tequila, you start tripping. Oh, oh, oh. It's a marketing gimmick. So, so it's just, I, how would I you mean, eat basically just a worm? I would literally just take it back in a tequila shot with some salt and some lime. I would go home. I'd sit down. I'd put on how to eat fried worms and just look at one of their recipes. Wait to the wait to the part what where he's stupid eating the fried worms. Mo- which <laughs> let me just go on a little sidebar here. What a stupid movie! I stupid hope my movie, parents. I probably made money. Probably Mom, made if you're listening, money. I hope you did not bring me to that movie theater to watch how to eat fucking fried worms. Shame on the parents for signing their kids up for that. That is like the definition, you know, like of child actors, how their parents sometimes are real like greedy people. That's what I imagine the people from How to Eat Fried Worms, their parents oh, are. Oh, good news. Just, it lost about $13 million. Budget was $13 million, Or budget was $26 million and only grossed $13 million. So you're right. It fucking... Terrible. The movie. people who probably made that movie are smoking crack now. Is there any notable actors in there or is it... Um, Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt of sorts. Uh, it did win an Tim- Oscar. Timothy Chalamet. It won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> the best smut film for the AMAs, the Adult Movie Awards. We got. There's. No, we got a bunch of no names here. Give me the biggest one you can think of. If so the main th- character Billy is Luke Benward. <laughs> Up next, uh, you may know him, Adam Hicks. Is this little redhead guy? Sounds like a baseball player. Yeah, I feel like he's like familiar. That little redhead dude. Yeah, he's just some and then like you got a pervert. And Hallie Eisenberg and Ryan Malgarini. Oh, perfect! What a star-studded cast. Here. Yeah. No. Oh wait, I think. <laughs> wait, I I know one of these people. John Hamm. No, the movie. Philip Daniel Bolden. He's the dude from Are We There Yet? The younger son <gasps> with Ice Cube. He's wow. He eats a fried worm. I think so. I Damn. don't know. But he's in How to Eat Fried Worms. What a come up! What a I wonder if I want now. It's either a great, uh, endearing story of him going from How to Eat Fried Worms to Are We There Yet? And Are We Done Yet? I just saw it. it was, or 
It was Are We Done Yet? Or Are We There Yet? Then How to Eat Fireworms. Uh, and then Are We Done Yet came out the year after that. So, so it was right in between. So almost, almost Are We Done Yet was the biggest kick in the balls that was, after. That was his peak acting career. Now, was I, was, that. I was hoping... <laughs> I was praying that you were going to say how to eat fried worms was first, then are we there yet second? Because then at least there's he some He started off on top, went down, went back up with the sequel, and then his career. Because none over. of those movies make him any money on royalties. Probably not. You know, like if, uh, like if Josh Brolin stopped making movies after The Goonies, he would still be okay because that that's so like there's so many things that pick it up and play The Goonies. No one cares to pick up how to eat fried worms. If anything, they prefer not to, so it disappears. I have seen that movie, to be honest, though, one time. I've seen it, too. They put <laughs> it in the worms and microwaves. Like, where was PETA then? They yeah. were fucking PETA, putting... you know what? I'm calling out PETA for that one. You should have stopped that movie from being... Where like were you when they were throwing hundreds of innocent worms in a blender? I'm sure they were not. I'm they're sure not it wasn't fake, fake worms. Yeah, they put they're real, real worms, worms in a blender and chopped them into oblivion and then made some kid drink them. Probably not drinking the worms because the kid would probably, probably get a like... strawberry milkshake, but... Whatever it was. They probably chopped up they, some real they, worms. They chopped up those worms, which makes it worse because that means that they went and just dumped them out in the garbage. Yeah, PETA. Or down the drain. Do better, PETA. Marmite for you. <laughs> or th- Vegemite. Is this from Australia? Yeah, Vegemite. Yeah. They Hand me a Vegemite they love sandwich. That on toast. And, and I know I said toast a bunch of times, but like, I don't know. That's how they like it. Down, that's how they try it. It's I just was, yeast from made from brewing beer. It's just like a salty spread. It's a slurry bottom of the barrel that they just throw away from brewing beer. Uh, it's a sticky brown paste. So it's basically just like... Uh, it's like toast. Yeah, I mean, I, I throw cheese. it on toast and yeah, it's just some eggs and bacon and some Vegemite toast. All right, and we're gonna send it home here with a pickled egg from the United Kingdom. Uh, Royal. Just a pickled egg. Can I do another one? I don't want to do that. It's yeah, stupid. That it's like a hard boiled egg. You just eat like a hard boiled egg. Bird nest soup. Now this one is disgusting. Uh, Asian delicacy made from uh, the nest of a swiftlet bird who instead of collecting twigs in a bed builds it out of its own saliva, which gets hard, exposed to air, built high up in the cliffs. Harvesting them is dangerous business, but many people or many people die each year. Whether it tastes rubbery is uh, worth a human sacrifice. Taste to find out. It's all you. I'm just eating bird saliva. So, I mean, really, you have fair play here. You could do however you want to do it. Maybe some chopped scallions in it. A few. I love you're thinking so, like, I'm thinking professional. Mi- I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking miso soup kind of style soup. I'm sure it's that kind of similar broth. I'd go chopped scallions. I'd go a little bit of tofu or whatever they use in miso. To- is it, is it miso? It to- is tofu. Yeah. I'd go in there, mix it up. I'm sure that'd be sinful because I'm probably paying hundreds of dollars for the soup, but that's how I would approach it. I respect that. I respect that. Now, do you want it to go on or do you want to end here? I don't know if I need to hear any more of these gross All right. creations. Perfect. <laughs> All right. We're going to pull the plug here. Well, thank you all for listening. I hope that this disgustingness was enough to satisfy your palates after weeks of listening to me talk about football. A little change of a football, yeah. A little, a little curveball. But uh, thank you all for listening. Enjoy uh, your Thursdays and have a good one.